welcome back, folks, to this week's episode of Level 99. I'm your host, Pete, and this week, I will be talking about where to get started, what you want to look for, things you want to look out for, and how to get your feet wet. Because maybe this is something that you've been thinking about for a long time, or maybe you just want to test it out, and turns out this is not your thing. If you are already in the workforce and going back to school is not an option or you know you don't want to really start over from scratch or maybe you have already gotten a degree in tech but you're not in that position that you want to be in you're kind of stuck in that same area but you really want to move out into security or you want to move out into cloud engineering or you want to move into something else that is more of an interest to you Being in the workforce already gives you a great opportunity to reach out to the other team and kind of ask them questions like, hey, what do you do? And I can guarantee you that nobody will not want to talk about themselves. You can ask them, hey, what is your day-to-day like? How did you get that position? When I was at my previous company and when I started there, security was something I was interested in, but I wasn't sure it's something I wanted to do. And as I was spending more time in the company, being thrown into more meetings, I met a lead security engineer. And this was for one of the projects that we were working on in AWS. So I kind of asked them, I was like, hey, you know, what advice can you give me? What do you really do? And what do I need? He said, hey, you know, go get your security plus. And then from there, go get your AWS uh, security specialist cert and see if that's something you're interested in. And then go uh, check out some meetups. And that's what I started to do. I would go to these meetups. I started studying for those certs. I got my security plus. And then as I started going for my AWS security specialist, I started realizing it's not something I was really interested in. It's great, but it was not what I thought it was. It didn't really interest me as much. It didn't engage me as much as I thought it was going to be, right? Another buddy of mine, he was in help desk, right? We both graduated at the same time. He got a help desk position for this huge government contracting company, and he did not enjoy what he did. He wanted to do something different. So he started asking around the different managers, asking people what they did, and finally he found a team that he liked. So he started asking the manager of the cybersecurity team, like, hey, what do I need to join your team? What are you looking for in new hires? What better way than asking the manager of that team that you're interested in, of what they need, because they're gonna tell you right off the bat. Well, we might need someone with a few years of experience. Maybe, you know, if you go get the cert, we can figure something out. And that's kind of what happened to him, right? So he, he was taking a couple of courses offered by the company and he asked to pick up some extra work from that team to kind of get his feet wet and learn a little bit more. As long as he had completed his day to day, he would go pick up extra tasks to learn. And that had benefited him a lot because once the position opened up, he applied and they let him in because he already knew at least some of the basics. He was part of the company and the manager knew that he was interested and he was eager to learn. So keep that in mind. If you guys are part of a company, that's always an option. So don't think you are stuck ever. Just go out, reach out, network and see what your options are. Now, let's say you are in school and you're having a hard time applying for a position. When I was first starting out and when I was in college, it was rejection after rejection. Uh, My first position 
was at a help desk call center in DC. It was a very interesting position. I learned a lot of great soft skills and troubleshooting skills during that time there. However, I did not find it engaging enough for me, right? I didn't find that position challenging. I felt I wanted to do something more. I wanted to be challenged at a certain level to be able to take on more tasks. And I just didn't know where to look for. Now, the way I got that position was through the college job board. A lot of times people forget that that is a fantastic resource where you can apply to jobs, especially the ones that you're interested in or that is in your field. Companies that are posting positions on your college job board already know that one, you're in college. You're not going to have all of the experience that you need. Two, if you need something flexible with hours, they will work with you because again, they know you're in college. They know that you might not be able to work a full nine to five, that you might you know, take off an hour or two early once in a while to go take an exam, so on and so forth. They will work with you. So when I saw the position, I applied to it on a whim. I really was not expecting anything. And to my shock, I got a call back and it worked out, right? I met the hiring manager. She came in person onto campus, interviewed a bunch of other students, and some of us got a call back. And that's how I started my career. As great as that position was, it was not something I wanted to do long term. So I started networking a lot on campus, meeting new people. And one of the guys had recently obtained a DevOps internship position. And I would see him, you know, in the corner and just slapping away on his keyboard, bunch of stuff on a screen. And I'm kind of just like hover over his shoulder like, what in the world is this? It's the first time I've seen Linux. I hadn't learned it in college. There was no classes for it at the time. And I never heard the term DevOps. I'm like, bro, what is DevOps? You know, he starts laughing and he starts giving me the whole rundown about what he does, his position. And I was like, oh, wow, this sounds fascinating. This sounds like something I might be interested in. I started putting my resume together. I'm like, hey, you know, if there's any openings or if there's a, once the internship uh, positions for the, uh, for the next year or the next term are opening up, you know, please let me know. I, I would like to apply. So it did, right? Several months go by, seven, eight months. It tells me that, you know, there's a new position opening up for an intern. You know, send out your resume if you're interested in it. So I did. Submitted my resume, had a conversation with the hiring manager, and boy, did I, I did not think I had it, right? I was just, he was just throwing me questions left and right, and I was just sitting there. Yep, I failed. Yep, I, that's it. it no, there's no way I, I got this. That was horrible. I was just beating myself up after, just upset that, you know, I, why didn't I answer the question this way? Why didn't I answer the question that way? Again, to my surprise, you know, I get a call back and he's like, hey, congrats. If you're interested in, we'll, we'll take you on. And I will forever be grateful for him taking a chance on me. That internship changed, was a game changer for me. That's where I learned, oh man, I love scripting. I didn't know scripting was an option. I had just learned about coding up until this time. I learned I enjoy, you know, DevOps, automation, cloud engineering, and, and Linux, all that stuff. I It was fun for me. It was challenging. And during my time there, did I know everything? Absolutely not. That's the point of an internship. You know, ask questions, be eager to learn. One quote that stands out to me now from my internship hiring manager is, you take what you put in. And that really stuck with me and I just 
tried my best. Did I fail? Almost all the time, right? Failed miserably, left and right. But every time I failed, I would take a step back, reevaluate, trying to figure out what mistakes I made and how not to make that mistake in the future. And that is key. If you're not making mistakes, you're not working. And the best time to make mistakes is when you're early on your career. Now, I've made plenty of mistakes further on, and <laughs> that's a conversation we can have later on, but eh, maybe not right now. And the great thing about internships is not only are you new and you have no experience, but you get to meet a lot of different people in a short period of time. They all know that you are a intern. I would go meet with network engineers and be like, hey, what do you do? And they would start laughing and just tell me about their day-to-day and what they do. I met a back-end security developer and I was like, hey, what does that mean? Just show, sat me down and showed me what he does. And there was this one guy, I think he was, he was like a back-end, uh, a back-end developer and a DBA guy. And I was like, dude, what did, what do you really do, right? Besides like select star from, I don't really know much about DBA. So he kind of showed me a few things and he just blew my mind. I was like, oh, this is horrendous. Like I hate DBA, <laughs> like no offense. It's not my thing. Don't want to do it. I know the basics. I know how to get simple uh, things if I'm looking for, but if you're a DBA person, if that's what you're into, all power to you. Same thing with networking. Hate it. In my old position, I wouldn't touch it with a 10 foot pole. I would always have this one go-to guy, bug the living hell out of him. Just be like, hey, you got free time? I, I need help with this, this, and this. He sat there and explained to me as he was doing it. It's like everything goes in one ear and out the other. Just It just doesn't register for me. I just don't get it. And that's the thing, right? Because most people are good at one thing and not the other. So that's kind of for me. And that's okay, right? Because as you're learning, as you're going through your journey, as you're going through your career, you're not going to be great at everything. It's okay. You just got to learn and know what your limitations are. Use that to your benefit. So if I'm stuck in a database query or if I'm stuck on a networking, you know, subnetting or, or routing and all that jazz, I'm not going to waste time trying to sit there and figure it out for like a week or two. I'm going to go out and reach out for someone who knows what they're doing. Like, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. I need help. Can you help me out? Other thing for internships is there are paid and unpaid internships. So if unpaid is not an option for you, not go without some cash to pay some bills. There are some paid internships. They may not be full-time. They might be not a lot, but it's still something to help you out. The last thing I want to mention is job fairs. Now, job fairs are great but it's not something for me. I personally dislike job fairs with a passion. Now, the reason why is because they're so competitive and you're expected to sell yourself in, in such a short time frame. Because usually when you go through interviews, you know, once you get past the initial phone screening, you have about a hour, it's an hour and a half, sometimes two, depending on the interview, to sell yourself. When you're at these job fairs or these conventions, you have maybe 10 minutes, if that. Sales pitch, sell yourself, boom, next person. And unless if your resume or if you stand out, chances are they're not gonna remember you. And that's not you know, to say that's their fault, but put yourself in their shoes, right? You need someone that has X and X and X criteria. There's over 100 people at this job fair. You're not gonna remember everyone you meet. 
like when you start a new job or if you go somewhere new, how long does it take you for, for you to remember someone's name, right? So it's incredibly stressful on both ends. But the good thing about job fairs, from what I found, is it's great to get a feel for the companies in your area. You can see what companies are popular by the by the weight outside of the booths. You can get a gauge of what positions are popular. You can see what is required for what positions, what criteria they're looking for, and kind of help build yourself to meet that. But the most important thing is if you do go to a job fair, you have to find a way to stand out among the rest. As I mentioned, when I first would go, I didn't know about a lot of the local companies that were popular. So I knew of Booz Allen, Hamilton, Lockheed. I just knew them of government contractors. I didn't know that they were very popular as well with tech positions, right? I just never put two and two together. There's always a huge line for these companies. I wonder why. I wonder if they're a great place to work. So I started jotting down these company names, started doing some research about what makes them great to place to work, why everyone wants to work there, and what positions are popular, just so I can start kind of building my resume, building myself to meet these criteria to be able to work at a good company and what makes a good company, right? Because you don't want to just apply to anywhere and take a position. The whole process is also you have to be interviewing them to see if that is a good fit for you. So if you haven't been to a job fair before, definitely check it out, try it out. Who knows, you might be one of those who thrive in those environments. For me, been there, done that, not my thing. So before we wrap up for today, there's a few more things I wanted just to add. Some of the websites that I have gotten very lucky with and landing interviews has been Indeed and LinkedIn. So depending on your area, what kind of like job market you're in, definitely check those out. Great resources as well. But the most important thing is when you're starting in a new position, whether you know, you're switching jobs within your company or you're an intern, it is definitely okay to feel small. You know, at the end of the day, it's just a title. It doesn't mean anything. So don't be intimidated. Because I remember when I started out, I was super intimidated by all these fancy titles thinking, oh, no one wants to hear my opinion. Nobody wants to hear what I have to say because I'm just an intern or oh, I'm just like a, a junior admin. Like I don't have the answer that they're looking for or they're just going to say something and say I'm wrong, whatever. It doesn't matter. No one cares. If you think you know something, if you have a question or if you have an answer to the problem that you you're aware of, just say it because it's okay having a title of a fellow senior architect principal director of who knows what no one cares it's just a title so keep that in mind best of luck to all of you in your searches i'm rooting for you all and good luck until next week everyone